Welcome to Bloody Mary Bible Brunch. I'm Jim Barton, and I'm here with Abigail Conley, and we want to first start off by telling you a little bit about ourselves. Um, as far as me, uh, I'm an attorney. Before that, I was a nuclear power operator, but the reason why I'm here to talk about the Bible is because I consider myself sort of an amateur theologian, with some of my favorites being uh, Marcus Borg and Dominic Croson and those sorts of fellas. So um, that's why I'm here, but the real expert we have is uh, Reverend Connolly, and I'm going to let her tell you a little bit about herself. So I'm here at Bloody Mary Bible Brunch, which I never would have guessed in my former fundamentalist days. I have way too much knowledge of the Bible, mostly because it was taught to me, slash beaten into me at a very young age. And so I learned to say all the things, to tell other people why they were going to hell, quite frankly, because we were surely the only saved ones. And you can guess, if I'm sitting at Bloody Mary Bible Brunch, that none of that is true anymore for me. So I went to a college within the same tradition, and then I ended up in seminary at Emory University. And most people don't know what seminary is. It's an 85 credit hour degree program where you study Bible and interpretation and church history and um, pastoral care and all of the things that pastors do, a lot of which people don't realize they do. And I happen to do an emphasis in scripture and interpretation Lots of preaching classes, lots of Bible classes, lots of language classes. Learning to explore the Bible more fully and realize that what it seems to be on the surface might not be what it is at all. And you should tell everybody what the title of your degree is, because I have a JD, and I, I love the title of your master's degree. Oh, I have a Master of Divinity, so I have mastered the divine in order to be a pastor. Which is awesome. Okay, so the first thing that we're going to talk about is the Bible in general and sort of what we view the Bible, what we think the Bible is, and then also why the Bible is important to each of us personally, because you can tell that neither one of us are um, fundamentalist Christians or literalists, and so, um, but the Bible is still important to us, and I think it's valuable to talk about why that is. So, um, Abby, why don't you go first by just sort of describing... You know, what is the Bible when you describe it? What kind of piece of literature is it? So the Bible we think of as one work, and it's not at all. It's 66 different books, each of which are totally unique from each other. So you have history and poetry and myth and all of these things rolled together that people think of as one book. Well, no, it's not. The way you read Song of Songs, which is a beautiful love poem, has to be different from the way you read Chronicles, which is a history of God's people. And it has to be different than Corinthians, which is a way you which is a letter to the church. So you have all these different things masquerading as one book when they're actually 66 different things and 66 different ways of reading and 66 different periods of time. Um, and it's pretty cool. Of How did they come to be? The different authors, the different pulling together? Because it literally stretches over centuries of human history. The one thing I would add for me... Um, I think of the Bible as a conversation. I think of it as, rather than um, the Bible being a collection of judicial decisions, that this is what you have to do, um, I think the Bible is a collection of briefs. It's a collection of arguments of different people, different sections of God's people saying, this is how it should be. And that's why you have portions of Scripture that say, 
this is why we should have a king. And then you have other portions of Scripture that say, this is why it's terrible we had a king. And this is why um, Jesus was divine from birth. And this is why Jesus was divine before birth. And these sorts of conversations that go back and forth, I think, are in the Bible on purpose. And I think it's important when you read the Bible to read it as a conversation between God's people trying to understand God's presence. Okay, so... Next, I think let's talk about, uh, as we sort of wrap up this first recording, given what we just said, why is the Bible important to us, and what makes it special um, as a book? And I'll go first, and then I'll let you finish up. For me, the Bible is special because it comes from my tradition. It comes from, it's, it's a record of what my people, now they're not my people racially, but they're my people um, traditionally, have done in trying to find trying to find God's presence. So I feel a connection to um, the traditions that has done things, by the way, that I, I don't like, in the same way that I feel a connection to America that has done things that I don't like necessarily. And for me, the Bible is very important because it is how um, people that are I'm in line with, a tradition that I have um, inherited, it's how they related to God. And so it, it means a lot for me to read how Paul who was a guy who never met Jesus and who was just trying to figure it out and had been moved by the presence of God, the way Paul relates to the world is a valuable and special thing for me to read, almost like reading a family history. And so when I think about the Dhammapada, um, the Dhammapada is a very powerful and special piece of literature and it's interesting for me to read, but it's more detached from me because it doesn't come from my my tradition because I think it's more than an intellectual exercise. For me, the Bible contains some of that spiritual heritage and that's why it's important for me to look at um, today. So I do believe the Bible is divinely inspired. I don't believe God handed down any text to anyone, but that there were people who had a connection to God um, who wrote these things and who wrote something that revealed something about God we didn't know before. And I think as a modern reader, it's interesting because we have inherited this piece from our ancestors, and we don't necessarily know who they were or where they were on a lot of different counts, but we still have this text we call the Bible. And one of my New Testament professors, Luke Timothy Johnson, argued that we have a, because we have a closed canon, we can actually have conversation around the Bible. In other words, one of the few things that American Christians, Christians in the U.S. at least, agree on is what is the Bible? It's this collection of 66 books. And we don't agree on a lot of other things. But because we agree on this, we can talk about this, and we can reinterpret this. And that's perhaps the most powerful part. Because we have a set of what we've already agreed upon, we can sit, we can talk about it, we can look for new ways that God is moving and new ways of thinking about this text, informed by the places that we live in, the people we know, the world that we experience, even though it's so radically different from the world before. It's the idea that there is, there was divine revelation in those texts, and there is divine revelation among us as we continue to explore them. All right, great. So that'll finish up what we're going to do for this first episode. Um, in episodes to come, we'll talk about what the Bible means for specific uh, passages and what it means for specific uh, uh, ideas that are in, in, in the Scripture. And, uh, but we'd love to see your comments uh, about why, what you think about the Bible, what you think it is, why it's special to you or why it's not special to you. And uh, we hope you'll tune in to uh, future episodes. Uh, thanks a lot. Uh, I'm Jim Barton.
I'm Abby Conley. And we'll catch you next time. That's, that's three.